Please stand as you are able for a reading from the Gospel of Mark. From there he set out and went away to the region of Tyre. He entered a house and did not want anyone to know he was there, yet he could not escape notice. But a woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit immediately heard about him, and she came and bowed down at his feet. Now the woman was a Gentile of Syrophoenician origin. She begged him to cast the demon out of her daughter. He said to her, Let the children be fed first, for it is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. But she answered him, Sir, even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. Then he said to her, For saying that, you may go. The demon has left your daughter. So she went home, found the child laying on the bed, and the demon gone. Then he returned from the region of Tyre and went by way of Sidon towards the Sea of Galilee in the region of the Decapolis. They brought to him a deaf man who had an impediment in his speech, and they begged him to lay his hand on him. He took him aside in private, away from the crowd, and put his fingers into his ears, and he spat and touched his tongue. Then looking up to heaven, he sighed and said to him, Ephapha, that is, be opened. And immediately his ears were opened, his tongue was released, and he spoke plainly. Then Jesus ordered them to tell no one, but the more he ordered them, the more zealously they proclaimed it. They were astounded beyond measure, saying, He has done everything well. He even makes the deaf to hear and the mute to speak. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. Have you ever been at a party or in a meeting at work or perhaps around a dinner table when someone says something off color that may sound racist, it may sound sexist, it may sound tribal, it may sound exclusionary, and those comments, maybe it was said by a crazy uncle at a Thanksgiving banquet, or maybe it was said by a colleague who just says those things, or maybe it was said by a stranger on a bus, and the response of the, the room is horror, shock. If you grew up listening to records, the sound of a needle being dragged across a record, ending with silence. Or worse, the sound of laughter. Sometimes we don't know how to respond to those comments which are seeming to be more and more prevalent. When we are in touch with our heart, we respond with love. When we are only in touch with our head, it is hard not to respond with anger or frustration 
Or, well, you know, part of the Christian journey is to move those 18 inches from our head to our heart, from the way our brain controls everything to the heart, which is hardwired to love, hardwired to accept all people, hardwired to create community that welcomes all people. When we are coming from a place of heart and we hear comments like that, we respond with love. We respond with maybe a comment that says, we don't need to say that. Or maybe we respond with a question, I don't understand. What, what do you mean? You may be wondering, rightfully so, why is Jeff starting the sermon with this? The passage that Ron read to us today from the Gospel of Mark I'm so glad that those who wrote the gospel and passed it on from one generation to the next, I'm so glad they kept this story in there because in this story, Jesus makes a statement that sounds pretty racist. He makes a statement that sounds pretty insensitive and it sounds like he is bound by the culture that raised him that said Jewish people are better than any other people and certainly better than the Gentiles or the Syrophoenicians. Because it sounds like Jesus is calling this Syrophoenician woman a dog. And Christians throughout time have tried to justify this and work around it. Well, we don't really know what the, the word in Aramaic or Greek was, but most scholars say Jesus is calling this woman a dog and all of her people a dog. Because she says, Jesus, would you heal my daughter? It sounds like a fair request. And Jesus says, that would be unfair. Let the children eat first. And it would be unfair to take the children's food and feed it to the dogs. What he's saying is, he came to heal and be present to the Jewish people and anyone outside of that tribe isn't worthy. And and she challenges him. And he responds in a different way. He responds as if he's woke. Some people of some generation will get that comment. Because he hears her say, yes, but even the children feed the dogs under the table. The dogs get to eat the crumbs that fall from the children's plates. And you can see Jesus moving from his preconceived thought process into his heart, which can only love. And he says, yes, you're right. Well said. I'm glad you questioned me because I wasn't moving from the heart space. I was moving from my head space. And he says, your daughter... Your daughter is healed. 
because of your faithfulness and because of your question. Jesus, in that moment, begins to, to show us, we who are trying to follow Jesus, that we need to move from our heart space, which welcomes all people, that embraces all people, that understands and seeks to understand all people. To move from our head, which categorizes people into tribes of clean and unclean, righteous and unrighteous, in-crowd, out-crowd, Jesus reminds us to make that journey to the heart, which says, there is only we. There is no tribes in the household of God. Everyone is created in God's image. Everyone is sacred. Everyone is beloved. The passage goes on. And it seems like Jesus, because of the faithfulness of this Syrophoenician woman, Jesus is now moving from the heart space. Someone brings a man to him and asks that he be healed. We don't know what tradition he comes from. We don't know if he's a person of faith or not. It doesn't seem to matter because Jesus heals him. But he does so in a very distinct way. The crowd is gathering and saying to Jesus, would you heal this man? And Jesus says to the man who cannot hear and cannot speak, come, come with me into a private place. This may be helpful for someone who's wondering, why is God not doing something more public? Why is God not intervening in this gross injustice? Why is God not making it clear to me or to us? Jesus does things in private that the crowd cannot understand or receive. Jesus takes the man into a private space. And Jesus puts his fingers in his ears and spits and touches the man's tongue and looks up to heaven and groans. Brothers and sisters, have you ever had a prayer that is so inarticulate it just comes out? as a groan. That may be the purest prayer we can pray where we just groan. But then Jesus says something to that man and to us and to everyone who has ever heard this gospel text. Jesus says, Ephata be Opened. And the man can hear. And the man can speak. And we are reminded that this is Jesus' hope for us and for all people that whatever is hindering our ability to hear, 
Whatever is blinding us, and we all have blind spots, and we all have tones that we can't hear. The hope is that we will be opened so that we might hear, so that we might listen, and so therefore then we can speak. Be opened, be opened, be opened. I close with this. Some reflections from Reverend Steve Garnis Holmes. He writes, Be opened, ears, that I may hear what the Beloved is whispering to me. Be opened, lips, that I may sing of the grace I behold. Be opened, heart, to the mystery that unfolds, the love that abounds. Be opened, friend, to me and who I am and who you may be. Be opened, mind to all that exceeds what you already know. Be opened, soul, to this world and its grace. Be opened, self, to be healed, to be changed. Be opened, heavens, to receive us, to commune here, with us. Let this be today's prayer. Ephata. Be opened. Amen.